Hello, the listeners. How are you? After a long break of uh, uh, the vacation, the summer vacation now, we're here together with you. Today is August 26, 2015, and this is a live broadcast here with you, Abraham Barzilai, and we're starting our radio show of Harayat Anulad. This is a live radio show today. It's August 26, 2015, and let me inviting you uh, to send us your text messages with your questions, and of course, today, our topic is going to be back to school. Uh, Baruch Hashem, our kid is going to back to school. Uh, the Yeshiva Bochurim Baruch Hashem already uh, got back to the Yeshivot, but now the girls and the little children actually um, going back to school. And a lot of questions, a lot of issues raised up, uh, specific, precisely, uh, these days. So if you have some questions, some dilemmas that you want to share with us, you can send us text messages to uh, 347-927-8398, 347-927-8398. Three nine eight for your questions. You can share your uh, difficulties with us and your questions also via email. Our email abrahameducation at gmail dot com. Abrahameducation at gmail dot com. And you can listening to this radio show live on my website abraham dash across barzilai dot com slash eng for the English website. Well, back to school. After a long, long vacation, almost two months, and now our little kids has to go back to school, and it's not so simple. And why it's not, it's not so simple? Because we all know that when you start to getting used to uh, the vacation, in Hebrew we say, it means a large break from school. So they go to use to falling asleep very l- late at night and to wake up in the morning not so early. And they was in the, the camps and the vacation programs. And now they have to leave it all and go back to school. And it's not so simple. The change, to make the change... It's not so simple. How we, as parents, can help our children and actually help ourselves to dealing with this, you know, this huge difference between the vacation, between the, the long, long break that they experienced, now to the regular daily schedule to wake up in the morning on time. It's not so simple. So, Bezat Hashem, today... We're going to speak about this issue. Also, one more issue, not less important, is what we can do with the, our guys that actually just starting the yeshiva for the first time of the, uh, for the first time in the, in their life. They have to go to yeshiva, and some of the yeshivas, it's with a. Uh, uh, dorming, and they have to leave the house 
It's like a boarding school and that's it. They say hello. And in the good case, they, they're going to see the house. They're going to see their home one time in two weeks. So it's not so simple. How we can help them? They start to call us by the phone and they start to tell us, Mommy, I'm missing you. I'm missing the home. I'm missing the, the family. I don't want to stay here. I don't like the mashgiach. The mashgiach always uh, have a serious serious look in their eyes, in his eyes, and it's difficult to me. I don't want to be here. I didn't thought it's going to be like this. And some of these issues, and it's not so simple. And we ask ourselves how many powers we have to help them. What actually the tools that we have in our hand that we can, that we can help them. Sometimes we feel so helpless. We feel so uh, with limited powers. How can I help my, my own child? I so love him. I so appreciate him. I really like my child, but my force, my force, my powers actually also so limited. How can I help him? So let's start with the first issue that I introduced. How we help our children and ourselves to get back on track to the regular daily schedule. First of all, just like any other issue in our life, it's all beginning inside our heart. When you feel something, when you experience something, and you're really convinced in the truth of your way, in the truth of your life, then you can inspire others. If someone standing in a crowd and says something, and he tried to convince you, but he himself, inside his heart, he doesn't believe in the truth of the things. He will not make it. It's going to be very difficult to influence, to impact others when you yourself not actually convinced in the words that, in the words that you yourself actually say. And Hazal, Hazal actually told us in a very smart and short sentence, they discovered that secret. They said, "Devarim hayotzim min alev, nichnasin el halev." It means in English that if someone is talking from the bottom of his heart, then his words getting into the other's heart. But if it's not going from going out from your heart, you cannot influence anyone. And why? Why I tell you these things? Sometimes we, as a parent, we feeling uh, guilty. We feel maybe I a little bit tough with my child. Maybe he's not guilty. Maybe I have to be more soft with him. Maybe I shouldn't criticize him. Maybe I shouldn't tell him strong demands. Maybe I have to be not so tough with him. Well, I'm 
not talking about the issue to being tough or not to be tough. It depends on the situation. It depends on the family, the children's sensitives. But I'm talking about the, the principle. And the principle say that if you want to influence your child and you want him to get back on track, you want him to get back to the daily schedule, the regular daily schedule, and you want him to go to the school on time, to wake up on time, to get back on time, to wake, to make his homework. We have a lot of demands that we didn't have yet for the two past months. There wasn't a vacation. There is no much demands from our children till now. But we all know it's up to this, this point from now on. In the next week, our children has to follow many, many more orders in how we can help them to do that. First of all, dear parents, don't feel guilty. Don't feel that when you try to demand your child to follow orders, to be in school on time, to get sleep on time, to leave all those games and toys that he has to to play with that until late hour at night. First of all, don't feel bad with yourself. This is not a time of mercy. Sometimes mother might say to herself, Maybe I will try to make the change to get him back to the daily schedule. Maybe I do it slowly, a little bit after a little bit. Maybe I'm going to do it very slowly. We all know that this is not the way. The way is in one turkey. We know now it's a different time. Now it's Zman Elul. This is time of Philot. This is time of great limud to learn as well in a school. That's the time. So the the passing from the vacation to the study time has to be definitely in in one. I mean, in one turkey. That's it, my dear child. Up to this point, you had a lot of vacation, a long vacation. From now on, you know, now this is the time of studies. It's very, very, very important. The night before the studies begin, it's very important to um, help them with the real good preparation and how we can prepare our children to the study days. Don't forget the concept. The formula is warmth and affection. I mean, try, when you try to fall them asleep, lay with them on the bed, if you are father, if you are mother, and tell them, dear children, I really love you. And I really appreciate you that tomorrow morning you have to wake up on time. And you have to get back to the school. So 
sometimes it's going with a little bit difficulties, and it's not so simple. But I want you to know, and I want you to remember that I always by your side. I always with you, and I will always be there for you. I don't want you to think that tomorrow morning when you leave the house and you're going to the school and then the door of the class actually closed and you stand, you sit there alone. You're not alone. I think about you. I think about you every single second. And I'm waiting for you, for you coming back for lunch. We have to take care that our children will falling asleep from from a feeling that someone has loved them, someone is they care to someone, and their success is really, really, really meaningful for us. So the process actually starting at night. Second stage is tomorrow morning. When the morning arrived, please, dear parents, don't forget the first day of school. It's very, very important to wake up earlier, much earlier, to wake up the children much earlier than usual. And then all the arrangements, all the pressure, all the tasks of the morning has to end at least 15 minutes before they have to leave the house. And we want to use the last 15 minutes before they leave the house to the same concept of warmth and affection. Sit with your kids. Tell them, I love you. I'm waiting for you. The very fact that you leave the house right now doesn't mean I forget of you. I'm not talking about the parents that tell, Oh, finally the school starts. Finally I should not have to see your faces in front of me all over the day. Oh, Baruch Hashem, here is a sample of the Geula. <laughs> of course not. I'm talking about the total opposite. I love you. I think about you. Even when you sit alone in, in front of your classroom, in front of your teacher, and maybe she demands a lot of demands from you, homework, to read, to write, I know. But I want you to remember, always remember, I'm standing by your side. I love you. I think about you. And even now, before you left the house, I already started missing you, to missing you. And the third and last stage is when they're coming back from school. When they're coming back from school, open the door wide and with a white smile, tell them, Hello, my kids. I was so missing to you. I really love you. I'm so happy that you're here. Don't ask, 
how was the first day? Do you have homework? I don't want you to behave just like you behaved in the last year. I want you to make an improvement. This is not the way. Not of the first day of school, for sure. So we're talking about three stages. The first one is the night before study day. The second stage is the morning before they leave the house for the first time in this year. And the third time is when they're coming back from school, always use the warmth and affection. You know why? Because when a little kid leaves the home, he feels like separation. He feels maybe my parents happy that I'm not here. And unfortunately, in some cases, they're really right. And especially the younger kids, six years old, seven years old, eight years old, they feel that maybe my parents don't like me and they're happy that I leave the house. And it makes him very nervous. We all know that sometimes a proof issue of ADHD caused by the lack of warmth and affection, the kids, they didn't feel that someone is really loving him. So when they, learn, when they leave their home, it's very critical time. They must feel that they be loved. When they're getting sleep, if they're getting sleep from the feeling of, war, of warmth and affection, then during the time, this feeling getting wider and wider, and it's all over their soul. It's getting bigger and bigger. The great feeling of, wow, I beloved. And when they come back, they come back in subconsciously concerned. They're concerned about, do I really acceptable in this home? Do my parents really love me? It's very critical time when you open the door for them. Open the door with a great big smile. And express your honest and tell them, I'm so happy that you're here. And if it's difficult to you to do that, because you feel I'm not honest with them, oh, I wish they will learn till the, the evening. If you don't feel so honest with, the, with yourself, just try to imagine a few minutes before they're coming home. Try to close your eyes and to imagine Chas Shalom is some of them would not come back on time and nobody knows where he is. And the driver and the driver and the school bus don't know where he is. Oh, how much you will pay just for bringing him to home, right? That's right. So Baruch Hashem, 
he's knocking on a door, and you can open the door and you can see your own child. Say thank to Hashem. And then say, oh, I'm so happy that you're here. It's very, very, very important. Well, dear listeners, our phone number for your text message is 347-927-8398. For text messages, that's 347-927-8398. You can also send us an email, abrahameducation at gmail.com. Now, uh, we're going to a small musical break. And then come back to school with the kids on the right way. Well, the listeners, I received a question. They're talking about a six-year-old boy. that He started his uh, first grade, and uh, now he actually has uh, anxiety from public. And how he's going to handle with the society and the parents is really concerned about that and how we can help them. Well, first of all, I think that we must remember that our kids are getting different between one another. I mean, there are some kids that they know how to integrate with the society. They know how to speak. They have many, many uh, social skills. But some kids actually don't have it. And they don't know how to do that. And because of the anxiety from uh, public, they actually um, retreating themselves inside and they don't want to speak, they want to, they don't want to talk with anyone and it's really difficult for them. So how we can help them? First of all, take the word guidance. Guide your child how to dealing with the society. I mean Ask him, how do you feel about that you start first grade? How do you feel about it? Speak with him. Let him to express his difficulty. What actually is bothering him? Even if you don't have the way to solve it out, The very fact that you're listening to him, it's, it's giving much benefit. Tell him. I know it's not so simple for you. And I promise to you, I'm going to stand here in the first day of your school. And I'm going to pray for you. And I think about you. And then, after you identify with his feeling, now you can talk with him about guidance. Guide him how to make some friends. Tell him how to speak to a friend, how to play with a friend. 
tell him that if you see someone missing a pencil or a crayon, give him to use in yours. Give him some tips how to purchase some friends. Not to be the poor guy that have to pay for friends. No. Don't teach him how to be the guy that everybody else just use him. No. Talk with him about chesed, about grace, how to help others. Tell him if you see someone that has a difficult in the studies and you can help him. Sit and learn with him. If you see, if you see someone missing a notebook, give him yours. But from, from feeling of I'm doing something good, not I, you have to pay if you want friends. This is not the way. This is the first tip I can give you. Uh, when you see someone that he has anxieties from uh, the new class, from school, and, and even from teachers, if he afraid from the teacher, come with him on the first day. Walk in the classroom with your kids. Help him to find a good seat. And ask the teacher if you can stay for a while even when they start a lesson, the first lesson. When you support your child, he feels, I have a, a strong back. I'm not so lonely. I'm not alone here. And it's really, really important when, you, when we're talking about coming back to school. One more thing. Guide your child to arrange his stuff, his books, his notebooks, his pencils. Tell him how to arrange it in his language. And why? Because if your child knows where each book actually exists, you know how to find him, in his subconscious, he feels that everything is set. Everything is arranged. I'm not so trembling. It, it's okay. He feels stability. And it's very, very important for the first day of school to feel stability. Now, one more question about... A little boy that he, uh, in the next year, is going to be on third grade. But all over the past years, he was a troublemaker. And the teachers has the look on him. They labeled him that he is a troublemaker. And the mother asked, how can I help him to open, <laughs> to open a, a new page in his life? First of all, I warmly recommend you to give a phone call to his teacher. Speak with him. Tell him, you know, my child is really, really uh, exciting. 
before the first time of the studies. And if you need something, if you need some support with him, always remember that I want to be involved. I'm part of my child. I'm not sending my child to school and that's it. I connected to him all over the day, in spite that my body is not inside the school all, all over the day, but, but my soul is with my son. So if you have some difficulties, if you need some help, if you want me to talk with him about something, I'm here. And if you give him the weekly phone call, just to get update, how is my child, how he feels, what is the good points at him, where you, where you think he needs to improve himself. When a teacher sees that the parents actually involved, it's very, very important for your child's success. One more thing. Speak to your child. Tell him. You know, what you have in the past, it belongs to the past. From now on, Bezrat Hashem, we open a new page. From now on, Bezrat Hashem, I believe your powers. And try, please, dear parents, try to put your focus on the positive things that your child has, and he has. Just try to highlight his positive things. And try in Mesirut Nafesh to ignore his problems, to ignore his negative deeds. Sometimes parents feel, oh no, if I try to ignore his bad deeds, he's going to make them more and more. And we all know it's not truth. The truth is, when you try to ignore his bad deeds, and you always emphasize his good things, he has the chashek, he has the desire, he inspiring for more. Because we all know that the rule of the soul, say, the golden rule is nobody make any step forward in a field that he doesn't believe that he will success and he doesn't feel that he enjoy. But when you put a focus on on the uh, the positive things that he had, so he feel enjoyment. He feel pleasure. Someone appreciate me. Someone actually looking into my good deeds. Then his heart feel with chashek, great chashek, to do more and more and more. So don't worry about it. Just try it. And you see, it's, it's working like a magic. Well, uh, one more question. Uh, my child has many issues with the homework, and now he's, he's starting fifth grade, and I'm really concerned about his homework. How can I motivate him to do that this year as well? Well, the question is uh, very important, not because I believe that homework are really important to our life, 
sorry for shock you, but um, we have some rules, okay? And school has its rules, and we have to educate our children to follow the rules of school. It's really important, even if we doesn't, even if we don't believe that these rules. But we cannot, uh, you know, we cannot say. No, it's not important. You can skip it. No, it's not. It's not a value of. Uh, it's not an educational value, and it's really important to us. Um, do not uh, insult the values of school. So, how we can do dealing with it? The issue of house of of homework is not different from the large issue of discipline. Discipline means the entire actions that I demand from my child, and we're talking about technical demands. I mean, get to, get a bed now, take a shower, come to eat supper, something like this that your child doesn't need many soul powers to do that. It's just technical demands. For technical demands, we call it discipline. Now, homework also belongs to the field of discipline. Discipline means we have to learn how to do that. And I have many, many lectures on a website that you can listen to them. And Bezat Hashem, to learn more and more how to implement discipline at your home. And uh, it's really important to us to learn it. And uh, I just say in a few words that if we want our children to follow homework, first of all, we have to be involved. We have to be involved because when you're a child, there has to be that we really have a consistency. And we consistently demand them to make homework. This is the first base before we start. Second, we have to make, we call it, in the professional terms, we call it uh, the conditioning law. When someone doing something, but he has bad feeling, bad experience with the deed, then he feels very bad. What we have to do is to create a nice and pleasant experience to our children when they're making homework. Now, let's try to dedicate 10 minutes a day from, for, for homework. 10 minutes a day to sit next to my child and try to help him, and try to speak with him. Try to become the experience of homework more nice. So I don't believe your child is going <laughs> to feel so good to make his homework, but maybe the frustration of him getting lower and lower. So let's try to help them to do that. When your child experiences time after time, 
that the time of homework is not so horrible, it's not so terrible, it's even a little bit nice, then he start to live with it, and even if he would not love it, but at least he will not hate it. And I think that uh, it's really, really important. Uh, a phone number for text messages, 347-927-8398, 347-927-8398. Uh, our email address all over the week, abrahambarzilai.com. Now we're going to a small musical break, and we'll be right back with you. Stay with us. Well, the listeners, uh, we're here back with you. And our radio show, I wrote on a lot, is getting to its end. Uh, let me to remind you my phone number. Uh, if you need consultation, you can call me every night between 10 p.m. through 12 midnight Israel time. My phone number is 917-8094-944. That's 917-8094-944. You can also uh, can contact me via email. My email, abrahameducation at gmail.com. The listeners, I really thank you for listening to our Eitan Olad. I want to thank to Iran Jacob for taking care about the technical side of this radio show. Thank you to Mr. Nisim Lazari, the manager of this radio uh, station. And keep listening to J-Root Radio. Bye-bye. www.jrootradio.com The preferred radio station for the Jewish home.